The Daily Rios for October 31st, 2012. It's the Halloween edition of New Comics Wednesday. And who says anthologies don't sell? Because I have four of them for you today in stores today for New Comics Wednesday from Vertigo. In the tradition of mystery in space and strange adventures and unexpected all one-shot anthologies that Vertigo has been putting out over the past couple months comes Ghosts, $7.99, story spotlighting a space heist on a ghost ship, a spirit who wants to play synthesizer in a techno band, a ghost-for-hire haunting agency, and others covered by Dave Johnson, featuring The Dead Boy Detectives, a story featuring those characters uh, created by Neil Gaiman, and some of the writers are Jeff Johns, Joe Kubert, Gilbert Hernandez, Paul Pope, and some of the artists are Gilbert Hernandez, again, Phil Jimenez, Joe Kubert, Jeff Lemire, John McRae, and Amy Reeder. Also from DC, from the late but still great comics legend Joe Kubert, comes Joe Kubert Presents, one of six, 48 pages, $4.99. This issue includes uh, a story by Joe Kubert featuring an all-new Hawkman epic. And if you know Joe Kubert's history, you know that he drew a lot of Hawkman stories back in the Silver Age and the Golden Age. Uh, Golden Age, Silver Age, and he's an amazing Hawkman artist. So check that out. Also, a new story featuring Angel and the Ape from writer-artist Brian Buniak. And writer-artist Sam Glansman returns to comics with a new tale of the USS Stevens. And that's not all. Two more anthologies. First, the Shattered Anthology. Shattered featuring Asian American comics. This is the second volume. The first one was more about superhero comics. And this new book expands its horizon to include edgier genres from hard-boiled pulp to horror, adventure, fantasy, and science fiction. This is from New Press, uh, $21.95. The first anthology featuring the superhero theme was called Secret Identities. And this volume hopes to subvert and, in essence, shatter the stereotypes that have obscured the Asian image since the earliest days of immigration. The stoic brute, the prodigious brain, the exotic temptress, the inscrutable alien, the devious manipulator, and contributors include Bernard Chang, Sean Chen, Cliff Chang, Larry Hama, uh, Takeshi Miyazawa, Christine Nori, Greg Pak, G.B. Tran, and others, as well as some standouts from film and literary works, uh, such as Michael Kang, Jamie Ford, Gary Jackson, and more. And the stories cover topics from ethnic kitty shows, China's AIDS policy, airline security procedures, to the untold backstory of Flash Gordon's nemesis, Ming the Mer- Merciless. So check out Shattered. Looks to be a great anthology. And the last one is from Fanagraphics, $39.99. This is called The Last Vispo Anthology. And this might be stretching some people's tastes um, in what they want to read in a comic book quote-unquote comic book, but I thought it was interesting to include because of, because of the premise here. Uh, Vispo combines the two words, visual and poetry, and it's collecting works uh, from the years 1998 to 2008, and it bridges the gap between art and literature uh, that begins with the ancient shaped text, which is medi- medieval pa- uh, pattern poetry, 
and Dada typography, pushing past the concrete poetics of the 1950s and the subsequent male art movement of the 1980s to its current incarnation. It includes 12 essays that illuminate the history of Vispo, uh, and the anthology features works from uh, many, many different creators. I just thought it was something that was might be interesting to someone out there who might have an interest in that um, form of, of, of visual storytelling. Rounding out the rest of the list, we have from DC, The Absolute Final Crisis. There's a play on words there, isn't there? Um, this was due out in July, and then it got resolicited to today, and it is collecting Final Crisis 1 through 7, Final Crisis Submit, Final Crisis Superman Beyond 1 through 2, Final Crisis Sketchbook, plus the Director's Cut and Batman 682 and 683, The Last Rights Story. And it also includes seven new stories, uh, seven new story pages, excuse me, by Morrison and Doug Monkey. This is the Grant Morrison event that I wish they wouldn't have pushed into an event, but they did. And I really wished uh, J.G. Jones could have completed all seven issues, but hey, you know, it is what it is. It's funny, when I read the first issue of JLA, Morrison's JLA, and I read the first issue of Doom Patrol, and I have read the first issue of Seven Soldiers, and I read the first issue of Final Crisis, I was kind of, eh. I wasn't sure if I what I thought of the the issue and what I would then think of the later you know the complete run, but then all of those stories and probably some other Morrison Morrison works, um, whenever I whenever I didn't really tune into that first issue, they kind of become major if not monumental Morrison works later on, and and eventually I I I read it all and I start to see where where it needs to go and that it needs to build and I eventually really, really enjoy the works. So, And that was my reaction to Final Crisis number one. It was the same way. I was kind of, mm, wasn't really feeling it. The artwork was beautiful, but wasn't feeling it. And then eventually it became what it was, and and uh, it just got bigger and bigger and more amazing and more amazing. Same thing with a lot of that other stuff. JLA got bigger and bigger and bigger. Doom Patrol uh, got wackier and wackier. Uh, Seven Soldiers got more ingrained with um, the, all the issues coming in and more connected so, uh, Absolute Final Crisis in stores today. Also, Superman Earth 1 hardcover, volume 2, $22.99. J. Michael Straczynski, Shane Davis on art, uh, featuring their version of the Superman mythos, and this time around featuring the villain Parasite. Um, if the first one was something you liked, here's the second volume. It'll be interesting to see if the sales mimic what happened with Volume 1, which was like an instant bestseller. Uh, I'm not sure if Volume 2 will have the same legs, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. And lastly from DC, this isn't a comic, it's more, it's all digital. Uh, Dustin Wynn's Little Gotham digital shorts are coming out where he's doing stories based on holidays. So one will come out for Halloween, I assume one will come out for Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, featuring his chibi versions of the Batman universe. Uh, if you've ever seen covers or posters or prints that he has on, he has uh, for sale at conventions, they are amazing, and he's done this for DC and Marvel, and now it's becoming a digital first project. Um, I'm not sure if it'll eventually be collected, but if you are a fan of any of that, go, go look for it, I assume, maybe on Comixology. Um, Dustin Wynn's Lil Gotham. 
From Image Comics comes Bedlam Number One, $3.50 by Nick Spencer with art by Riley Rosmo. Giving this a shout out because I will try any Nick Spencer first issue. And the premise here is Fillmore Press was once Matter Red, a homicidal maniac and criminal overlord who terrorized the town of Bedlam for years. Then he got better. This is what happens next. The double size issue, and uh, again, Nick Spencer. I'll try, always try a first issue from Nick. And Riley Rossmo on art. That sounds good to me. Riley recently has wrapped up his Debris miniseries, and then there was also Rebel Blood. So check that out if that sounds interesting to anybody out there. From IDW, Colony. This is 10 Years in the Making by Bob Layton, writer, and art by Dick Giordano and Bob Layton. This is, uh, they're billing this as the last great work of Dick Giordano before he passed away. Bob Layton and Dick Giordano, um, were frequent collaborators, and Bob Layton was, uh, uh, Dick Giordano was a mentor of Bob Layton. I've done a couple interviews with Bob Layton, and he always has great words to say about Dick, and always has, always has talked about this book, and here it is, finally in stores today. And the premise is, um, condemned for a crime he didn't commit, Scott Landis is sentenced to life without parole on Colony, a galactic Devil's Island, where the fascist galactic confederacy disposes of its human and alien refuse. Colony is a science fiction allegory to the founding of Australia, as hardened career convicts, alien species, and political dissidents from Earth band together, band together to overthrow their technologically superior captors. This is a trade paperback, full color, over 164 pages, and uh, there is a webcomic of it and now this is a collection of it, and a completed collection of it for the story. From Kickstart, this is, I'm purely going on this on the cover image and on the blurb, a head full of noise graphic novels, $8.99, written by Christopher Long, art by Tony Shastine. And it's about Daniel, a man who has the ability to read people's thoughts, and has turned to a solitary lifestyle as a way to dull the noise in his head, working as a clairvoyant to pay bills. That is, until his brother goes missing. That's it. That, that's all that I had. That's the only, you know, the blurb, the image. That was it. And it kind of seemed interesting. So I wanted to give it a shout out. From Humanoids, we have Through the Walls, hardcover, $29.95. A series of vignettes of everyday French life, except for the fact that each story uh, features one or more characters that have the very special ability of walking through walls and through any other objects which tends to enliven things quite a bit. These touching and humorous chronicles by the talented team of Jean-Luc Cornet and Stéphane Ory are full of the European sensibility. Published here in its entirety, and in the English language for the first time, presented in a slightly oversized hardcover edition, 8 by 5, uh, 8.5 by 11 inches. And lastly, Hereville, How Mirka Met a Meteorite, hardcover, this is actually volume 2, it's a sequel to How Mirka Got Her Sword, and both of these volumes are by Barry Deutsch, and the blurb here is Mirka is back, and she's still the only sword-brandishing, monster-fighting, orthodox Jewish girl in town, or so she thinks. When a misguided troll aims a meteor at the witch's house, the witch grabs hold of the closest thing possible to transform the flying, flaming rock, and that would be Mirka's hair. 
The meteor has changed, all right. It's now Mirka's identical twin. Doppelganger Mirka, vowing to be a better version of the real girl, sets out to charm all of Hereville, including Mirka's own family. Our heroine challenges the meteor girl to a three-part contest, and the loser will be banished from Hereville forever. The first volume, How Mirka Got Her Sword, was insanely charming, funny, uh, a true test of, of what a cartoonist uh, can do on, on the comics page. And back on uh, when I was with CGS, we did an interview with Barry, and he was he was so great. He was just very knowledgeable about comics and cartooning, and the story was really, really just, it took me by surprise, and I had to spotlight it on that show. And here it is, Volume 2, in stores today, How Mirka Met a Meteorite. Uh, I have to imagine you could probably read this without reading the first volume. Just flip through it. It's There's some really great cartooning in it. And with all of these things that I've mentioned, uh, as many of, of the standouts for today, I'll provide links in the show notes on the website, thedailyrios.com, and I'll be sure to include a uh, link for uh, the second volume of Hereville because uh, I think it might be something that'll really capture people's uh, tensions, especially if you are a cartooning fan. And by cartooning, I mean comic strip, right? Comic strip fan. Not that, not that it's necessarily told that way, but it has some of those sensibilities. So by all means, please check this out. Check out the link on Barry's um, website, uh, hereville.com. And like I said, I'll include that all in the show notes. Uh, to round out today, other things I'm getting, there's a bunch of DC annuals, action comics, Batgirl, Justice League Dark, Swamp Thing, another issue of Rachel Rising, which is always good, another issue of Wasteland from Oni. Um, we have Happy Number 2 from Image coming out, and of course Previews is out today, yay, Previews. And I wasn't going to get it, but the Masters of the Universe Origin of Skeletor one-shot is in stores today, and I'm picking that up strictly because of the creative team of Joshua Hale Fialkov uh, as a writer, and Fraser Irving doing the artwork. Fraser Irving doing a Skeletor one-shot? Yeah, I need to see that. So those are the comics for today that I think people should pay attention to for New Comics Wednesday. Thanks for listening. And as always, I will send you out with today's horoscope. Hey Scorpio, here's your horoscope for Wednesday, October 31st, 2012. The moon moves into your sixth house, Scorpio. Expect to put your focus on health matters. A hiking trip or other form of exercise will appeal. In addition, you'll want to eat healthy organic meals. Hit up a local farmer's market.